Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, and let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. And here we go. Here we go. I'm Brian. And I'm Inessa. Why don't you do the welcome this, this time? Next time. Next time? I've already done it. Next time on the X-Men <laughs> Files, which is what this podcast is, Inessa will say, you're listening to the X-Men Files. That's right. So I got a couple of things to get out of the way first. Okay. Um, I, I like doing this off the cuff. I, I prepare you, but but I, I do have a couple of things okay. I want to get out of the way first. You know, catch you off guard. Okay. Um, so big announcement. Big announcement. That I don't None of them are big, actually. An announcement that I don't already know about? Okay. I, nobody ever... Because, I mean, if it's not big, it's not really an announcement. Am I pregnant? That would surprise both of us. All of us. And okay. there would be an uncomfortable conversation if you were. Are we getting married? We already are married. Uh, we've been married for 13 years. We celebrated our anniversary two days ago. We did. We did. Yeah, our beautiful children uh, made us some food, and uh, that was really, really great, and yeah. not in any way tedious, which yeah. was fantastic. Yes, totally. There's <laughs> always <laughs> that's yeah, that's the the uh, what do you call that? Not the catch twenty two. The rub. It's the rub. Yeah, the rub of parenthood. Uh, well, the rub of, of of having your children do something nice. Sometimes, like they're sometimes like it, it's only the thought that counts <laughs> anyway what's the, but the thought and the thing the no, thing lovely, counted yeah, yeah we, we, okay yeah we enjoyed that you were in a tight ship yeah you're really keeping us keeping us focused uh okay so the announcement is we've got a domain name oh okay. now uh yeah. if you go to xmenfiles.com you will not get a 404 error hmm. or one of those things that says, hey, you can register this domain name or something like that. Right. What you will get instead is probably a server error because I haven't put any content up there. Okay. But if you go to, uh, this is awful, but I don't know if it's xmenfiles.com or the xmenfiles.com. Oh, it's xmenfiles.com. xmenfiles.com. Okay. That's crazy cool. that that wasn't uh, taken. Somehow. Suckers. Yeah. Yeah. So um, somebody missed a, a golden opportunity yeah, there. That you caught. Their loss is our game. Okay. <laughs> now, with that domain name, and hopefully by next week we'll at least have a landing page or something. It won't matter because nobody's going to, nobody can even accidentally get there. No. Yeah. Probably not. So okay. the no people that are listening to this, uh, if you want to send us an email, you can send us an email. You can send us fan mail. Yes, fan mail. Yep. Uh, fan hate. mail, questions, uh, complaints. Mail. Don't uh, send us hate mail. Legal summons. Yeah. We'll read the hate mail. Yeah, don't send us hate mail. We'll read the we're hate nice mail. We're nice people. Yeah. We are nice people, yeah. but that no, nobody cares if people are nice. People are... Because even though we're nice, most people are not. <laughs> but, oh, wait, hang on. Are, are we going to slap the e-label on her or are we going to try to dock that? We can try to duck it. That's fine. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Because I, I had another word that I was going to describe <laughs> mean people, and I won't. Okay. I'll, I'll keep it clean. Okay. Uh, that also matters for, for some of my notes. Hey, Brian, what's that email address that you just mentioned a minute ago before you started ranting about your misanthropy? Well, that email address is cerebro at xmenfiles.com. C-E-R-E-B-R-O? Correct. Okay. Correct. Uh, I'm going to send us some email. Just dude, you go for it. Uh, just like the name of the device that Professor X uses to find mutants, if you're <laughs> looking for mutants, 
you, two of them are on this podcast now. <laughs> so Cerebro at xmenfiles.com, even though the name of the podcast is The X-Men Files. Not .com, but The X-Men Files. Yep. We say xmenfiles.com. Why not the the? Well, it's not theeconomist.com. It's just economist.com. Mm, New York Times is just newyorktimes.com, right? I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, they, so. they, they, they drop the the. And just like the New York Times and The Economist, the and the, we mm. drop the the. Yep. So it's Cerebro at xmenfiles.com. Those are my two announcements. Two announcements? One announcement. Not like two. Our anniversary? Was that an announcement? No, no. I think domain name and the email address. That's okay. actually, that's just two one. separate No, you're correct. You're correct. It's just one announcement. I've, my life is empty. I don't have anything. <laughs> I thought there were two announcements. Okay. We made some good progress on a puzzle today. So that's. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Um, just, you don't want to talk about our anniversary, but you want to, you want to talk about yeah. the jigsaw puzzle that we're working. I don't want to. I don't want okay, to. Okay, Grandma. Pretend I didn't say that. All right. Um. All right, so we're not doing the e-label. Mm. I mean, look, if you want to go in that direction, I can I can keep up. Oh, just yeah. We all know that. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll see how I'll see how it goes. Okay. Um, then maybe the, this isn't an announcement, but uh, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, and yeah. that's that. Our children had a uh, a carnival. They made a carnival. It was a very Mother's sweet. Day carnival, which yeah, is very, very sweet. Was, and, and also not at all tedious, which is nice. It was it was amazing, and, and, and they're awesome. I, I want to be careful about how much we say positively about our kids. Okay. For a couple of reasons. Did, did you ever watch? You probably didn't watch. But you know who Kathy Lee Gifford is, right? Yes. Yeah, she wouldn't shut up about her... All right, e-label. She wouldn't shut up about her goddamn kids <laughs> on television. Is that an e-label? Uh, well, you know... Uh, yes, okay. it, it, it's not only blasphemous. Uh, this could this could get me executed in some parts of the world. Okay. If I if we were in Arabia, <laughs> they would be knocking down the door right now. Jeez. Okay. Um, Kathy Lee Gifford. Kathy Lee Gifford. She had her these two kids, and she wouldn't shut up about how awesome they were. I have every reason to believe that they were. Her kids are probably great, really but awesome. it, it, it just is really insufferable, and nobody wants to hear it. Okay, so, we're not like, talk maybe, about our kids anymore. Yeah. Every, well, yeah. I mean, every now and again, they they are pretty. They are pretty cool. Hopefully, we'll not name. Actually, they're probably going to be on one of these episodes. Yeah, but let's not name them. Fair enough. Yeah. Actually, we shouldn't do that. Yeah. Oh gosh, we'll have to make sure that they're anonymous when they. Uh... All right. So. Let's start talking Let's about start talking. about comic books yes. because we we haven't talked about about comic books at all. Yes. That's that's what all of our fans want to hear about. Yes. So the first thing that I said when I opened up my app to go to the thing was that the um, for Mother's Day the Marvel Universe is doing like some sort of Marvel Moms feature, Marvel Moms. which I have not uh, checked out. Did you but... click on that actually because that bleeds into my first point? Who's the who's top of the Invisible list? Invisible Woman. Okay. Cool. Yep. All right, well, we'll come back to that later. Spider-Woman, Jessica Jones, she was a mom. There was a really cool run there um, that I just read, like, week before last. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We can talk about we can talk, talk about the... Well, well, I can talk about that now. If you want. There, it was, why not? Okay. But, but, but I don't want to, I don't want to step all over your first point. I, mean, no, I, I want you to, I want you, I want this to go kind of organically. That's, that's all. That was my first point that that looked cool and I was curious okay. about it. So then now I've actually, I'm looking at it. So we see Invisible Woman, Spider Woman. I know who that is. Jessica Jones. I know who that is. Jean Grey. I know who that is. Like now, I, you know, I know shit. 
You're yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were conversant. Jubilee. In the no world idea of who that is. Medusa, I know who that is, sort of generally. But well, not hang on, how do you know who Medusa? No, oh, sorry, sorry. I mean, you, I know who you Medusa know, from, is from in Greek the mythology, myth? right? Completely different character, same yeah. name. Scarlet Witch. But no, but, but let's just make sure that we know this. Medusa in the comics is completely different. Yeah, yeah, I figured. Um, but like, unre- not like Thor, different. Right. Okay. Like unrelated to the Greek myth, it's Got just it. the same name. Yeah, Scarlet Witch. I know who that is. Yeah. May Parker, maybe something to do with Peter Parker. Yep. Aunt May, that's Aunt May. Oh, that's Aunt May. Yeah. All right. Who is sort of a mother to Peter. Yes. Okay, sorry, I'm losing my... And Freya, Mystique, that's one we've seen. You've seen Mystique, yes. Yeah. Oh, spoilers there, I think. Sorry, Um, okay, I won't... No, 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 I read it it as well. Uh, So Marvel Marvel cares about mothers and has uh, featured some famous Marvel mothers in their comic app. Jessica Jones, Mm -hmm. uh, there was a really cool sequence written by Kelly Thompson, uh, and I can't remember how I stumbled on this, but Mm -hmm. um, I've I've been been kind of groping blindly through (laughs) the uh, Marvel Unlimited Mm -hmm. app, as I say, consuming a, for me, a a real, you know, shocking amount of comics, but I I read this really fantastic run where Jessica Jones uh, is married to Luke Cage. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they have a child, and then at some point, for super heroic reasons, she's not sure whether Luke Cage is a father. Huh. Super heroic reasons? I mean, you don't well, maybe to sorry, super, super super villainous reasons. Super villainous reasons. Uh, okay. I, I, I misspoke there, but um, which was it's a really cool. It's not at all cool. No, it was emotionally, sense. it was emotionally fraught, but it was uh, a really fantastic story. I mean, I read that and. There, obviously, the tension is not can you know, can Luke Cage punch somebody. It was right. like holy shit! I don't even know if this is my child. Right, right. And, hmm. and the child is like three years old or something like that. Fascinating. Um, we'll say if you're listening and you have not watched Jessica Jones, yeah, on it's still on Netflix. It, it's going to stay on Netflix yeah. as long as they can. Uh, uh, the, Netflix paid for that stuff. Yeah, the and... first uh, the first season of Net- the first season of Jessica Jones on Netflix was awesome and had. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, the scariest bad guy I've ever seen mm. in any television program ever, anywhere. That 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 handsome dapper Scotsman. Yes, David that. Tennant plays. <laughs> I mean, you you sound. I know that you're surprised hearing that because you know he's so affable. Uh, he plays the scariest <laughs> bad guy I have yeah. ever seen on TV. I don't think anybody who's landed on this podcast and they and they don't like they know who David Tennant is, but but they're. Unaware of Jessica Jones. You don't think so? I mean, I, I, like there, our, there's a weird niche. Our family. <laughs> but our but like, like, how do they know who David Tennant is? What I mean, is he everybody been knows in? who David Tennant is. What has he been in? Um, I mean, I, I, with respect to Mr. Tennant. A lot of um, people saw Good Omens. He was in that. Yeah, uh, okay. He's like, a, right, to me, he's Good like Omens. a big name actor. Yeah. Um. He, yeah, he, he is. Yeah. Okay, okay. Fair enough. There are people who saw Broadchurch. Yeah, he's not like a Marvel niche actor the way that... No, no, no. Whatever the very talented lady who plays Jessica Jones is. Yeah, I'm blanking on her name. Yeah. She was good. Yeah, she She was was good. good Anyway, season one, Jessica Jones. Pretty awesome. You should watch it. We... You you have not seen season two of Luke Cage yet. I have... I don't think you have. Not. I thought it was... I thought it was really fantastic. I sort of... I really love Jessica Jones and then I kind of... uh, I liked the first season of Daredevil... And then all of a sudden there was there was too much. I hated uh, Electra. Uh, I hated what's it? Um, oh, Iron Fist. Iron Power? Fist. Magic yeah, Fist. Fist Golden Fist. What was his name? <laughs> Iron Fist. It wasn't iron. It was like all gold and glowy. 
It, it is not wrong of you to forget the title. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it, comics readers know because there is there is a, uh, a series started in the seventies of Power Man and Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, Iron Fist. <laughs> but you can be forgiven yeah. for having forgotten the first season of Iron Fist was um, that was an uphill climb. Yeah. We haven't gotten around to season two. I've heard season two him. got better. Well, hey, slow down. <laughs> Let's okay. No. Try to contain your personal animus. Not, here. I mean, the, the, okay, yeah, I hate it. How's that? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was garbage. Although he was, he, he was a lot easier to take in Defenders. I, I enjoyed Defenders. Defenders, that's, you know, they fought with the, you know, Wu-Tang on the, yeah, the soundtrack. Yeah, I remember that. Which yeah. is my favorite MCU yeah. moment. Oh, yeah, that show too, God. There's a lot of stuff. Okay. Anyway, oh, yeah. X-Men. Wait a minute. Do, do, um, we talked about Mothers. Did we close? Okay, yeah. So, and, and I've got more to say about mothers, yeah. uh, and and we've got the e label. So I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, You're gonna say it. <laughs> I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say I've mother. More to say uh, about but hang on. So you said, what's your what's your next? Uh, uh, so the next there? the next thing is completely unrelated to um, to Marvel. But the first thing that I wrote down as I was looking at the cover of this of this king size annual comic. Yeah. Uh, the first note I made is that we have been saying, as a culture, we have been saying "nuff said" mm-hmm. since 1981, and I was surprised by that. We've been saying it for longer than yeah. that. Uh, I uh, thought that was kind of a new thing. Nope. I wasn't sure if that was that good or bad. Expression is older than me. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but hang on. So, if, uh, I mean, I, I tend not to think about it uh, very much. I I don't often. I don't know that I ever say it. No, I mean, we don't say it, but like yeah. cult, as a culture, as a people, we have been Do we saying know? that. I mean, it's right here in print. No, I know yeah. that, but it's a very Marvel thing. Like, we don't say Excelsior all that much either. No, I feel like we do say it unrelated to Marvel. Excelsior? No. Enough said. Enough said. Okay. But you, you know that Excelsior is another Stan Leeism. Nope. Okay. Enough said is um, pretty sure. Sh- I know that it's strongly associated with him. Uh, I, I'd like to kind of check this up. Pretty sure he coined it hmm, with the apostrophe N-U-F-F. Uh, long before, like, Prince and, uh, well, after E.E. E. Cummings, but who, who like, like, the musicians who do, like, sort of phonetic spells. No, Prince would always do the uh, number yeah. four instead of F-O-R yeah. and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's some musician on that, that I'm not thinking of. Yeah, anyway. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, so, no um, that's a very, very Marvel Comics thing. Hmm, I did not know that. Okay. But, I, I don't know where I would have thought that it came from, but I, it was something that I thought had like cropped up in the, yeah. you know, sometime in the uh, late 90s, along with the uh, the What's Up, you know, the the thing. Bud Lights, the beer people there? I have no idea. Okay. If, if, <laughs> if Anheuser-Busch would like us <laughs> to integrate smoother product placement... Cerebro at xmenfiles.com. <laughs> you, um, please don't pay me in beer. Yeah. Because <laughs> your beer sucks. <laughs> you wouldn't. Or, I was going to say you wouldn't actually or advertise does it? Bud Light. You might. If the price is right. Again, I'm for sale. Okay. <laughs> Look, I, um, I, I'm, I was about to say I'm happy to trade my principles. I don't know what principle I'd be trading to uh, well, here's the thing. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie and say, boy, there's nothing I like better on a hot July day than <laughs> so to crack just... open a crisp, clear, refreshing Bud Light because that's not true. You would just state the facts. Bud Light is beer. Yeah, that is sold. Yeah, yeah. 
at places. Right. No, I, they, <laughs> I'm sure they could come up with copy that would integrate very well with my personal brand um, and, and maybe yours, but um, it would not focus on the taste of the beer. <laughs> Actually, uh, light beers generally, you know, you know why they are like that. Um, there's a strain of yeast that's that's incredibly effective, and what it does is it produces uh, very like high gravity beer in a very quick amount of, high gravity like a, like a lot of booze and a uh-huh. lot of alcohol beer in it very very quickly. But like it's not marketable as beer, so they have to water it down. Huh. That's actually where light beer came from. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Right. So like I would be happy to talk about the science <laughs> behind that. But we're not here to talk about yeah, beer. Yeah, Bud Light. We add water to our beer. Crisp, refreshing. <laughs> Uh, Mississippi River, St. Louis, <laughs> our processing plants in East St. Louis. <laughs> Dead nuns in the Lafayette. Use only the <laughs> finest filters and chemical additives to bring you the purest in refreshment. Uh, uh, all right. So yes, we've yeah. been saying enough said for a lot longer than I thought yeah. that we had been saying it. And uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say that that made me sad, but it made me sort of surprised. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm neither sad nor happy about that. And, that, and for me, I just don't don't notice it at all because uh, it's a, it's a Marvel thing. Yeah. Here's what I'm confused about: um, is that how we spell ulala? <laughs> I think I guess it would be O H. Yeah. Uh, well, no, O O H. I think, but, but I don't yeah. speak French. You know, one of the high points in my life was hearing an actual French person say, say ulala. ulala. <laughs> That was, that was the best. That it's was, weird. What's that doing here, honestly? Like, no one here is French. Ouh la la, badon avec moi. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm confused as well, but that didn't stop me from enjoying yeah. I didn't that really cover think too much about it. Yeah. <laughs> and this issue. Yeah, the cover is cool. Yeah. I enjoyed the issue. Um, it took... I had... I don't know if you noticed, we were sitting together yesterday when I was reading this for the first time, right. and I read the first page for like... 10 minutes okay because i had to like refigure out who everybody was then i went down to the next you know i moved on to the next page but what do you mean you had to refigure out who like everybody I, was it's like a whole new cast of characters i don't know any of these people okay right on yeah. the first page because we start with the fantastic four i don't know who any of them are you, you, had you heard of the fantastic four before you read this issue as a general group yes okay but I didn't know anything about them. You didn't see any of the blockbuster film adaptations from the early aughts? I had not seen any of them. Who was in those? Uh, so they made three movies. Okay. They had a couple, the two bites at the apple. Um, there was also a Fantastic Four movie that was made sometime in the 90s by like Golan and Globus or so, you know, the, the, the really low rent um, film producer. Mm. Um, because like they bought the rights from Marvel mm-hmm. at some point, like to exercise whatever. whatever. There's yeah. a there's a thing like you can find that on YouTube maybe mm-hmm. uh, from the nineties. Then there was one that came out in like '04 or something. I watched. Here's how bad it was. Okay. Because the Fantastic Four was one of my favorite comics growing mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on an, I was on a plane. Uh, it was like one of my transatlantic flights, and so like I watched this thing on a plane. Uh-huh. Uh, I. And you know what a low bar that is. Watching a movie on <laughs> yeah. a plane. I'll watch any right. fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. As long as it just keeps playing. Yeah. This, yeah, exactly. Because uh, depending on which way I'm going, uh, it's like either I can't sleep or I can't stay awake. So like, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't matter what's on. I turned it off. Oh, so who was in it? Who? Uh, Michael Chiklis played the thing and Chris Evans. Huh? 
a pre-Captain America Chris, Chris Evans was in it. Yes, I didn't know who he was at the time, and I don't recall who played um, Mr. and Mrs. Fantastic. Hmm. Actually, she's not Mrs. Fantastic. She's Mrs. Richards. But, um, right. Yeah. Mr. Anyways, it was, it was crap. They had a... It, it did well enough for there to be a sequel, a sequel. Mm-hmm. which nobody saw, and then... Uh, then all quiet, and it was not that long ago, like maybe four years ago, that they did another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, and I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Kate Mara was in that. Oh, okay. Oh, she's all right. Possibly playing Sue Richards, which doesn't make any sense because Kate. Wait, I said Kate Mara. Yeah, from House of Cards. Yes. Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking of some other actress. Okay, but anyway, yeah, from from House of Cards, mm-hmm. she, she's like 19. Uh, she would have been. She's yeah, not, but, young. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, she, she she kind of scans as about nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't look like. I was gonna say Sue Richards Mrs. is sort Richards. of a you know buxom. Yeah. So my first note. How did I phrase it? Yeah. Okay. So my first note, uh, Milfy Sue Richards, <laughs> and that was not I, I, my first note. Is also after the one about Nuff said is also about about her, but it, about her, but it is you not. didn't you didn't call her Milfy. I did not. Yeah, call you her you probably wouldn't <laughs> because you're, you're you're classier than I am. Yeah. Um, we can come back to this point. Uh, I, I should emphasize this single issue might make a case for that. Her presence in the Marvel universe absolutely does, mm-hmm. and I'll, hmm. I'll talk more about that. It, but but. Um, Milfy is overdoing it, but but Milfy as a term is always overdoing Milfie it. Milfy as a term is pretty much <laughs> it's kind of gross. Yeah, <laughs> um, pretty much always overdoing it. Yeah. Okay, uh, all right. So you you, you figured so out my, who the Fantastic Four. I figured are. out who they all were, and my first note was about her because it, it, they introduce her in the sort of really, uh, really sort of bitchy kind of passive aggressive. And uh, she's wearing an apron. She's wearing an apron, and Very she's shrewish. like, "Oh, I've been slaving away in the kitchen making yeah, this meal yeah. that actually no one asked me to make, right. and now I'm mad at all of you because right. you've fucked it all up, even though <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't tell anyone that I was doing it, and you know I wasn't doing it because I was expected to. Right. Um, but now I hate you all, <laughs> and so wow, you're, yeah. you're getting you're, you're getting a little more of. I don't know kid, how but, um... how could you? She says, "How could you?" Okay. When's the last time I said that? Okay. How could you? I spent all last afternoon slaving said, in the kitchen, oh. preparing a meal with my own hands instead of letting the house computer do it. And now that everything's ready, there's no one around to eat it. My dinner is, in a word, ruined. <laughs> Pretty dramatic. Okay, carry yeah, on. So I mean, I mean, you're 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 you're. You're presenting a pretty compelling case. Yeah. I mean, I liked her more yeah, yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so like yeah. I, I, I know the character, uh, having read a bunch of yeah. Fantastic Four in the eighties. Uh, so I I, pre- I probably just glossed right over that. Yeah. Okay. But 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 yeah. When when you if that's if that's the first thing that you hear from her, you know, holy crap. yeah yeah she didn't she <laughs> yeah, didn't yeah. make a really good first impression. Yeah. On okay. Me, um, because I you know I hate that sort of. Uh, bitchy mommy stereotype yeah yeah as well you, you know, should yeah. with, which women are, are often right um, portrayed and you know she improved for me okay as, as the okay. thing went on um but yeah. milfie would not be the first word that was not the first shrewy. a little shrewd like <laughs> yeah. not that yeah, she was portrayed in a very shrewish way um for me at the beginning so that was my first observation okay okay I have more. I have other notes. No, carry. We, we, we can have this organic. We, we don't have to like redone redone the things. Uh, I mean, I, I'm. 
I've raised a couple of points that we yeah. can we can come back to. Let's go ahead and maybe like close the loop on Milfie's Richards. <laughs> um, she, I really love this character. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's why I was I was getting real defensive of her. <laughs> and, and again, you, you presented some pretty incontrovertible yeah. evidence, but uh, I really love this character mm-hmm. uh, that is largely informed by. Uh, a, a run that John Byrne did on the Fantastic Four. Uh, that was what he did after the X-Men. We mentioned this before, mm-hmm. but to repeat, John Byrne, after the X-Men, he, he was on Fantastic Four, both writing and drawing. Now, Sue Richards had been around uh, since day one. And by the way, the Fantastic Four, like, that was... Uh, in a lot of like that was the first Marvel comic. Okay, sort of in the way that we think of okay. those. It was like that ushered in the Silver Age mm-hmm. of comics. Um, so really, really classic iconic team. Silver Age and like the sixties, she had all of the stereotypical, you know, chauvinist tropes. Mm-hmm. She's the emotional one. Uh, she's the one who is, takes care of everybody. I'm sure. Well, maybe yeah. cooks, cooks the meals dinner, yeah. And, yeah. and stuff. Like, if anybody's going to cry, it's going to be her. Right. Uh, somebody's upset. Um, her brother is the Human Torch, Johnny Storm, mm-hmm. and he and the Thing are always kind of kind of quarreling. Oh, the Thing, Jewish, huh? Doesn't get mentioned I was here. Going to say that was not made obvious here. No, no, it's not. It's not, and it wouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, it. it I could count on the fingers of like three fingers a number of times you could mention in the comics, but but he is, you know. So That's fun fact, yeah. uh, rare Jewish uh, uh, hero in, in the moral uh, things, but you know Jack Kirby drew him. So mm-hmm. okay, um, I, my point was like <laughs> the thing the human torture always arguing, and she's just very very like oh boys, uh, you know, very very mother hen mm-hmm. kind yeah. of quality. Uh, she and Reed Richards get married mm-hmm. in the Fantastic Four, and they have a baby. Yep. Uh, so she's doing all of this while also uh, mm-hmm. superhero. Being a superhero. Yeah. It, it was. It, it didn't get all that elevated for a long time, um, but I like what John Byrne did. I mean, if I read it again today, it'll probably well, probably it will for certainly sure come is. across yeah. quite dated. Yeah. But she, I, I'm struggling to kind of articulate it. But um, well, here, here's here's maybe the best way of thinking of it. Um, I read an interview or something where John Byrne said, well, she's clearly the most powerful member of the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. He didn't mean this in the sense of, like, she can bring up the bacon fried up in a pan, <laughs> like, like that uh, sort of thing. No, he meant that in a superheroic sense. Right. Her powers are more powerful than everybody else. Right, yeah. And he had an issue where she just... Like she gets some weird mental thing happening, mm-hmm. and she defeats the rest of the Fantastic Four. Which I thought was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Byrne was also the guy writing the comic when she finally, finally, after being married and having a child and defeating supervillains, upgrades from her name of Invisible Girl. Yeah, to Invisible Woman. woman. <laughs> right. Like, because in here, there, she's still the Invisible, invisible girl, girl in this girl one, in this I think. One. Yep, I think so. And there was. Um, yes. Yeah, so the, there was a, uh, an arc that Byrne had done where they went to the negative zone, which is like an alternate dimension mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reed Richards is there for the purpose of exploring. 
she comes back pregnant. Mm. Uh, but but you know, actually, like in one of the books, uh, you see Reed and and Sue, and they're in bed, and like they're not wearing. I mean, right, you don't see covered. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's like like they've got that L shaped sheet that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> covers her up to the armpits. Doing whatever yeah. will get past the comics code authority, yeah. but like 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 they're 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 fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, Milfie Sue Richards, yeah. God bless you. I think that you're awesome. And there is a new series. It's actually on right now. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll look up the name of the person reading. Called The Invisible Woman. Right. And it is about her side career as a secret agent. It's, I was going to say, as like an Etsy seller. <laughs> No, no, no. And that's chauvinist, okay? That's, that's, you've come a long way, baby. Um, but it's really fantastic. It's, yeah. it's her by herself, and she's got, like, this partner. Uh, so she's basically female James Bond. That's a series on... On Marvel Unlimited. I'll, I'll, oh, okay. I'll, I'll like dig it up. I'll, I'll dig, dig it up and mention series, yeah. the... Um, it's yeah, like so, on TV? But it's, like, really awesome. Yeah. Uh, she's, like, uh, female James Bond sans the womanizer. Right, right. Obviously sans the womanizer, <laughs> but also, like, sans the promiscuity. Right, right. Uh, so, um, that was a lot of context that I brought to bear yeah. with me. So, yeah, all right, Sue Richards, we love you. Yeah, we love you. And, I and I'll stop calling you Milfie because it's like offensive. You. It is offensive. I didn't like you at first, or I didn't like the way that you were, you know, the, the gendered way that you were portrayed, but, uh, I came to love you or like you as this went on. Um, so I've started keeping a list of every time I read one now, I write down all the cool vocabulary words because we've done that <laughs> okay. a couple times. Yeah. Um, so this time I came up with, uh, let's see, oh, the primitive conurbation. Oh, conurbation. Yeah. Gosh, I didn't even notice that. It's like when yeah. <clears throat> the, um, the la- what was her name? I've lost. They only mentioned her name once. The the otherworldly. Oh, the... Oh, dis- so... Have you heard of it? Do you remember from uh, issue 138, uh, the Shi'ar and Lalandra? Uh, Lalandra maybe sounded a little familiar, but yes. What, now that you say that, I do, but I did not when I read okay. it. Uh, it. And it doesn't matter. Uh, if you're familiar with Lalandra, uh, this Shi'ar person looks pretty much identical mm-hmm. <laughs> like i was confused at first because i All thought right. that it was actually her but it's not yeah i didn't i i didn't remember that but i didn't feel like oh, so she, i had yeah. missed out on anything returning to vocabulary though she yeah. refers to new york city as a primitive, primitive conversation yeah which yeah. i thought was cool and then just later on other words that i had written down that you know an eight-year-old might not might yeah. not have known uh carrion mm-hmm. charnel sundered sundered Ooh. And uh, strafe. I got so sundered last night. <laughs> Rent yeah. asunder. Yeah. yeah, and strafe. So I thought that was, you know, that's cool. that's something that I'm enjoying. Like now that I, that's come to my attention, yeah. um, that's something that I'm enjoying noticing cool. as I as I read through them. All right. Um, so we meet the uh, the whoever these like monkey people are. Yeah, the monkey people. We meet her, and then the next thing I'd written down, there's a sort of battle in New York, and and that's all pretty cool and mm-hmm. the three guys get captured um the next thing i had written down that i liked was just the art on page eight like how they you know how do you draw someone invisible right like that's hard you know and yeah. like they did two different kind of cool things mm-hmm. and i like that cool yeah all right all right what um what did i have oh so i had never 
uh, I hadn't read this when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read it, I think, I, I don't know when. I, I read it earlier this week, and it was an absolute delight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I dug the hell out of mm-hmm. this one. Uh, it has, I, I don't know how to describe the plot, uh, but I'm going to try. There's a battle. <laughs> So you might not know how to describe it either. I mean, I know how to describe it in the most simplistic way imaginable. That's what I'm getting at. Not, is, yeah. but, so it, it is, uh, like, like, what do we, we don't call them tropes? Like, like, like sort of basic plots like boy meets girl. Like, what, um, what do we call those? Like, I mean, we can call them tropes. We can, but that, that has a kind of a negative yeah. uh, aspect to it. Um, I should read more. <laughs> Basically, what I'm getting at. Read more about about narrative structure. I don't know. I don't. Um, nothing is popping into my head right now. It's for what we call them. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know what we call them, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm I'm struggling to come up with other other words for it. the the phrase that I used is "storm the castle." Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. it is that kind of plot, right? Uh, like Star Wars would be, most of Star Wars would be would be that, right? Where there is a, a Single physical location, mm-hmm. you have to get in, and there's the MacGuffin on the other right, side the of, of, of the barrier. Right, right, right. And, and it could be science fiction, but it could be, it could be pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I love this plot mm-hmm. because it, it's, just, it's, it's a really tight plot. Mm-hmm. And here in particular, but where does this all take place? In space. Well, it, on, on a planet, planet but like like yeah. like somewhere yeah, else. else. We have yeah. no idea. It's just that I love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it is not connected to the Earth in any right, way. We were are. talking about Dune uh, earlier this week, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I love about that environment, that mm-hmm. universe, is that it is incredibly distant from it. So it's like cool. I, I just. It, it, I am completely one hundred percent escaping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's a it's a cool, cool um, issue. <laughs> <laughs> am I boring you? No, <laughs> because <laughs> well, I might need a nap. You might need to finish your coffee. I might. Your coffee. I have already finished my coffee. Yeah, be, oh yeah. boy, oh boy. Um, what I was actually thinking of. Just now, as you were talking, in addition to one hundred, in addition to listening, one hundred percent listening to you, <laughs> yeah, was that when I saw this, um, I looked at this art on page nine, right, for a long time. This dream, I guess that uh, yeah, that the dream sequence, yeah, having. what's that all about? So you know, we leave the the Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. They've been captured, um, and they the, the 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 lady mentioned Charles Xavier, so Invisible Girl is going to go find him. In yeah. The next frame there's this sort of epic battle. But what I was really thinking, I mean, the, the, the art is really cool and there's tons of stuff going on in this battle. So I spent a long time looking at it, but it made me like, it made me realize how much work goes, would go into just drawing one of those sure. frame, you know, and then having right. to come up with a new one, every a whole new issue, every single month. And I don't know how many, you know, the, the folks that worked on this, um, drew per month mm-hmm. like it did one artist only work on one it varies yeah. uh some would do more than one title per month yeah it's a lot of work uh, it just made oh, me yeah, realize God. that it was really you know just drawing this one scene feels like it would take 
ages. That would take me a good eight months. I mean, I could never draw that. I and it actually... would be stick figures. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't possibly. Die trying. Yeah. yeah. So that was unrelated to the story. That was just something that I had had noticed. So yeah, then we have Storm wakes up. Uh, Invisible Girl and her kid kind of show up at, at her house and they launch into this uh, altogether space adventure. And Wolverine is smoking on the couch. He's not smoking a cigar. No. He very often smoke a cigar, and cigars, you can smoke a cigar without being a smoker. He's smoking a, a cigarette, cigarette yeah. there. <laughs> what, I, God, yeah. what I actually like most about this, the the scene where he's smoking on the couch is yeah. that like... Um, the ashtray? No, I like that like Colossus, I guess, and yeah. Kitty are playing with little airplanes with with this little boy oh yeah yeah, yeah that's what i'd be really doing. really sweet yeah you, yeah you and i that's what you and i would be doing yeah we'd be hanging out like <laughs> with a, the, kid. With the airplane like, and, poor yeah. child <laughs> yeah, yeah traumatized uh and the fact that uh cyclops just has the uh the space pistols on the coffee table <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even notice that um but so there is on the coffee table there's a thing it looks kind of like a flying saucer pretty sure that's an ashtray yeah so that brings us to our new segment, Spot the Early 80s. <laughs> uh, so I know I saw that. So yeah. we've got, got ashtrays because I can remember yeah. you know, in my house, we had ashtrays. Yeah, we had ashtrays too. Well, your mother smoked. Yeah. But mine didn't. You had ashtrays for visitors? Yeah. 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 Or when mom was hosting uh, the bridge group, yeah. uh, there'd be uh, like 30... Middle-aged women would come to, you know, eat mixed nuts <laughs> and smoke and play bridge. And our house would just reek yeah. for, uh, for a couple of days. So other spot the early 80s. Um, this is this is not terribly early 80s, but uh, page five. Page five, uh, that's, a, that's a laser oh, yeah. shooting a boombox. <laughs> <For a box. laughs> yeah, I mean, boombox has lasted for a while. I... I I don't know when they first uh, showed up, but that's an, another very yeah. nice, very nice time capsule thing. Um, so that was. Oh, sorry, you had something. No, that, not not to do with the eighties. That was that spot was. The 80s. Oh no, no, you do, you do. That was <laughs> spot the eighties. Spot the eighties, brought to you by no one <laughs> for now. So I also loved this. The one of the things I find I like a lot is when they add little things that don't really. Um, that are not to do with the the main sort of battle narrative of the story. Right. So I love when like they let Kitty, you know, he says that she can go and she runs upstairs to change and she comes <laughs> down in this like this completely ridiculous outfit. costume. Yeah. And I love the the frame where they're all kind of looking at her <laughs> and they're all sort of like trying to be really nice, but the the expressions uh-huh. on her faces are just uh, that you know it, it's a very very sweet completely unnecessary yeah. little moment in, in, in their relationship with Kitty. The, true. Yeah. Yes. And... <laughs> and it's necessary, you're going to say. No, 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 oh, no. Okay. Not at all. Not at all. You know, it, it, it's hard to do a sight gag yeah. in a comic. Mm-hmm. You don't see them all that often. Right. This one's all right. Yeah. 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 Uh, because usually, like, you can't do a sight gag in a novel because there's nothing to sight. To sight, right. Uh, it's also hard to do in a comic. Yeah. Yeah. But here they go. There's a really, really good one in a comic called Cerebus. Uh, Dave Sim could do that. Mm-hmm. He's, a, uh, he's problematic in terms of his views. He's a pretty big misogynist. Mm-hmm. 
surprise, there's somebody in comics. <laughs> we don't who, like that. Yeah. Who's uh, deeply chauvinist. Um, anyway, he did some good side gags. Yeah, good good side gag. Also, um, probably Kitty has seen Flash Gordon. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if this film is out yet. Uh, in 1981, I think it is actually. Yeah. I think it came out because I was like eight or something when I saw that in yeah. the theater. And it was it was a very yeah. very sweet little scene. And then they leave. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I found myself wondering is like, what is this kid gonna do with uh, Charles Xavier? <laughs> oh right, the right. whole time while his mother is yeah. possibly dying in space. It just felt heavy. Yeah, <laughs> like yep. we don't really get a. We don't really get any closure on uh, on the little boy. <laughs> like, here are some Jolie airplanes. Shrug. Try not to exactly. blow anything yeah, up in yeah. this house. Right. I mean, you don't really get the sense that Xavier is going to like uh, play with him. You know. Here's or, what he's going to do because he's a dick. Xavier is the world's greatest telepath. He's just like if if Franklin gets upset, he's just going to reach into his brain <laughs> and, and make him take a nap. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, as a you know. A parent, obviously, I find myself very, very it's aware of yeah. uh, children in any media that I consume much more so now than before I had kids. Yeah. Remembering my mother not being able to watch uh, Annie because it was too sad that they were all... Little orphans. Orphan Annie? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I've never seen Annie. I mean, I... It does sound like a bummer. I mean, as a, as a kid, it didn't really affect me. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. It didn't seem particularly sad or anything. And I thought my mom was, I'm sure, ridiculous at the time. But now maybe, it's like I, it would be hard for me to watch a thing about orphans. My, I, so I made fun of my aunt because uh, you know, she cries at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Uh, and she said that she like she cried during Home Alone. I'm like what? <laughs> How would he? No, yeah. I know, I know, no, no. At the time that I saw that, like like that, didn't do anything to me, yeah. but. Late. I, when did I see Home Alone? Recently? I, I saw. How would how on earth would I have seen it? I don't know. I don't know. But but somehow I think I saw that scene and like like yeah I was I, I got choked up yeah because you know having having kids changes you yeah so anyway they get to this planet <laughs> so anyway yeah um and and there's a lot of cool fighting and. <laughs> All sorts of stuff. The next, this is good. by the way, I, I, you you channeled me at eight <laughs> describing this to my mom. That's a really cool fighting. fighting. Yeah. Yeah. The next thing I wrote down. I mean, I enjoyed all the the conversation and yeah. how they decide to split up into groups and, right. and how Wolverine is like, this isn't going to work. This is crazy. Um, whatever. But the next note that I had, mm-hmm. unless you had something sooner. Is, um, I made only a couple of notes. I was, I was, I'm trying to, uh, phone trying it to in. improve. Yes, I'm trying to <laughs> trying to phone it in. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right, so they they come up with this with this life. plan. They're not sure if it's going to work. To me, that's like all pretty standard comic stuff. You know, they come right. up with a plan. They're not sure if it's going to work. They storm the castle. You know. Hey, it works. Here's hey, here's works. one of my first, okay. So this is one thought that I have. I didn't write it down as a note, but um. A lot of this is me coming to grips with uh, Chris Claremont, you know, my conflicted feelings about him. Mm-hmm. Here's what I like about Claremont. I love his plots. Mm-hmm. Plots are great. And he's just fantastic about having them play out over years. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he will, you'll get a payoff from his plot, you know, like three years after he plants a seed. And that's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Love what he does with characters. Uh, he cares deeply about them and the readers do as well here's what i don't like uh the odds are always astronomical against them right and they always 
Right. Really? <laughs> Again? I mean, I like I know that he can't have a character say, eh, you know, I like our chances. Yeah, I think this will be <laughs> yeah, yeah. 10 minutes it's... and then I'll meet you guys at Starbucks. Exactly, yeah. yeah. This is inconvenient. Yeah. It wasn't how I planned to <laughs> spend my Saturday. But I think, you know, so yeah, but I get it that there has to be some drama and some stakes around that. Yeah. But it's like, oh, everything seems hopeless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. could see how that would get, maybe not to an eight-year-old, but, right. you know, to an adult. Um, you know, repetitive pretty the, quickly. And, and I'm trying to think, like, there are other series, other uh, other things that do that a little better. The one that springs in, into my brain is Buffy the Vampire Slayer, mm-hmm. the TV show. Mm-hmm. They would do that. Yeah. They would say, like, like, oh, my God, the world's going to end tomorrow. Somehow they could pull it off. Yeah. There are other shows that, I mean, none that I can think of right at this moment. Right. But there are other shows where they have you know, bad odds constantly and Doctor Who, I mean that's Um fair. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's always some something really at maybe stake it, and maybe they always it, yeah, maybe it's grading there too. Yeah. Actually here's a brief rant about Doctor Who. Quickly. Yeah. Quickly. I don't know. <laughs> you have some place you need to be? No, not really. Okay. Maybe our um, two or three listeners do. They could Pause and come back to this. That's okay. how the technology works. Carry on. Uh, and we don't want to disappoint either of them. <laughs> so, so the Daleks. I don't. The Cyber no the Cybermen the Metal Men the Cybermen the Cybermen. Both of those I don't I don't I don't dig them. You don't villains. like them. The Daleks are simultaneously uh, invulnerable and also easily defeated. Ditto the Cybermen. They seem to never really defeat them, though. Although we're not the Daleks. Them. Yeah, but they always they defeat always them temporarily. temporarily. Yeah, there's like the one where Matt Smith uh, tricked them by like holding a Jaffa cake. Uh, I don't remember that one. I didn't like it. Happened. Any of them. I didn't it really... happened. Then like he holds a cookie. It's like, oh, this is a, a magical device that I'm going to use, or you know, mechanical device that I'm going to use to. Yeah, he, he's bluffing, and these Jaffa stupid cake. fucking. Machines. They're not machines. They're aliens inside of yeah. machines. But um, I don't like the Daleks. Yeah, you know. I mean, there's. I guess if you're going to have a repeated villain, you have to temporarily defeat them a lot of times. Yes. Yeah. Or then, spend a lot of time running away and hiding from okay. them. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we're. Maybe what I'm wrestling with is is uh, a speed bump that I often hit when I'm reading comics, which is you're correct. Yeah. They have to. Because at some point, be, at some point, Magneto or Doctor Doom was like, "You know what? <laughs> <laughs> We've been at this for a while. It's been like nine times. <laughs> Every time, yeah, I'm 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 a villain, and I just arrogantly, yeah. you know." <laughs> Every time I have them in my clutches, <laughs> yeah, just slip away. Right, right. I mean, one of the ways actually that uh, comics do this, especially the X Men does this. Uh, you, the villain will do a face turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that is one way to keep it fresh. Right. And, and I like that. But the bad guy. No, the yeah. good guy. Yeah. yeah. So the next thing I had written down, so we go through, they come up with this plan. Uh, Storm and and uh, Invisible Woman, um, you know, dress up as concubines. Right. And then yeah. there's a sort of gross scene with the, uh, you know. Right. Uh, Where they get, when they he's get... finished with them, maybe they can entertain us. That's like super, super skeevy. Yeah. 
Um, but my next right over my head. Maybe maybe not. Like I I would not. Like what do you? What do they mean? Entertain? You probably didn't even consider what they meant by entertain. Like they were sing and dance. uh, (laughs) Not not with like nobody can see the jazz hands that you're doing right now. Yeah, but uh, maybe not like that. I mean, I'm I'm sure that I that I assumed it was something sexual, but my. I hope my catalog of eight-year-old things yeah. was, was pretty, pretty limited. limited yeah. Yeah. Um, so then on the next page, suddenly um, Nightcrawler has a sort of heavy conversation with, with Wolverine about, yep. uh, you idea. know, so it's like what I had written down is, you know, is, is Wolverine extra killy? Like, it, like for there, this issue or like well, just globally? Just globally. Is he killier than... The, like, why does Nightcrawler have to have this conversation with him right now? The about... X Men don't kill people. Okay, that that's a moral really transgression. Yeah. Um, they they mention it a little bit. I, I think probably the presumption that the, the the creators make is that the people who are reading this are, are you know, they're not down with that, right? Um, comics, especially at that time, but like the seventies generally. There are a weird space in the Venn diagram mm-hmm. of uh, you're familiar with the movie Billy Jack. No. Okay, it's a movie about. Um, pretty sure Billy Jack is Native American, but he's like he's a hippie. He's an ass kicking hippie. Okay. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> comics where we want kind of <coughs> crunchy hacky sack values, mm-hmm. but also we want to beat the shit out of people. Yeah, so I mean, I guess I'm thinking in terms of like the Marvel films. I mean, they don't specifically, you know, Reservoir Dog style kill people. No, but you know, those movies have them, a high body like, count. They have a high body count, and I, yeah. it never occurred they to gloss me. gloss over it. Yeah, I mean, it's very sort of stylized um, yeah. explosions and death, but I mean, they, they do even right. deal with it in the narrative of the films. You know, mm-hmm. what what's the, co- the, the cost of human life to, to being superheroes and all that. So, yeah. I don't know, somehow that took me by surprise, because I, I guess I just assumed that... You know, they kill bad guys all the time. And these are bad guys. So why they, is he bothered? They don't want to. They try to avoid it. They don't do it that often. So, But does Wolverine not try to avoid it? That's, I guess, what I'm asking. Yeah. Is Nightcrawler concerned yeah. that Wolverine does not uh, appropriately try to avoid killing bad guys? Correct. That he can't wait to get in there and adamantium claw them? Yeah. 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 And, and and they've had that conversation before. before they have yeah. again. Yeah. That um, sort of took me by, you know, not surprised, but that was like, okay, that's obviously that's a thing that they right. wanted to make a point about. Um, so Wolverine and Nightcrawler, that's not really a pairing that I had kind of noticed, uh, but they were there in Canada, the two of them, yep. and they've got this scene together. I don't, I don't really think too much of them, the relationship between the two of them, but I'm... I'm Keeping my eyes open going forward about mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. because that is an element of how they relate to one another is they have this discussion. There is respect on either side. Yep. And I'm trying I, – I can't say that without getting into the current – Social, political environment. Yeah. Uh, we could all learn from Wolverine and Nightcrawler that it's possible to have conversations. But um, um, I dig that. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. That was an interesting sort of thing. And then we launch into this, again, lengthy battle. Right. Odds are against them. Lots of cool art and cool movement in the art. Um, you know, suspenseful. The monster of Badoon. Yeah. Suspenseful, even though we're, you know, pretty sure that it's probably all going to yeah. be okay in the end. Uh, they close the time portal. This is why I love Storm the Castle, actually. Yeah. Maybe it was because I, 
I know how it's good. What matters in that narrative is not the what, but the how. Right, right. Uh, yeah. I love watching it all play out. Yeah, fun yeah. to watch it all play out. They do a great job, I think, of yeah. like having multiple groups of people right. at you know different times, and you're sort of generally aware of mm-hmm. what everybody's doing. Um, yeah, you got cross cutting narrative. Actually, I know one one that I had thought of. Um, Thor Dark World, the unfairly... <laughs> Fairly maligned, yeah. Well, not even maligned. But they, they, it's, it's referred to... I mean, some people you know, don't like it, but um, I, I love that movie. But, yeah, there is a Storm the Castle uh, section of mm-hmm. that film that, that really, really worked for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Shorter, not not as elaborate as this, but, but uh, okay. So, yeah. all right, I, I've coined the term, Storm the, Storm the Castle. Storm the Castle. Yeah. So other things that I had just sort of jotted down that I noticed was when one of the one of the people calls uh, Storm, I think it's the thing. Is that his name? The Jewish one. The, the, somebody calls Storm. That? Calls her calls her gorgeous, and she says, "Actually, my name is you know I'm called." Where does that happen? I didn't um, notice that. Page twenty six. Okay. Um, twenty eight. Twenty seven. Twenty six. Yeah, Storm's great. Um. Yeah, he says, much obliged, gorgeous. And she says, I am called Storm, Torch, and I and the X-Men have come to rescue you. That was a little... All right. Yeah, All right. Yeah, I like that. Very cool. Yeah, great. Um, I, I, I didn't notice that. Um, or or I, 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 didn't, I didn't remember it. Okay, yeah, good for her. And then on page 30, they have some very cool art that depicts in a very interesting... I need to stop using the word cool. That's my rule for... Uh, next week. Don't say cool. Don't it's say the cool. rule. I don't actually say cool a lot in real life, and yet I find that when we do these, I say uh, that's the word that's that I go probably, to most yeah. often to describe things that I like. Yeah. Um, Synonyms: uh, groovy. They have some groovy, groovy art. Yeah, groovy. Where he's they're falling. Yeah, yeah, that's I, it. That was really, really yeah. very well done and effective. Um, and that is. Oh, and then Colossus has a berserker rage, which is one of my favorite. Berserk, yeah, I love a good Berserker Rage. that they use in yeah. here, Berserker Rage. And then they defeat the reptilian uh, baddies whose names I've forgotten. The Badoon. The Badoons. And they rescue... The Badoon. They rescue um, Archon, whose name for the first three quarters of this I was reading is Akron. Akron, yes. <laughs> like Ohio. Yes, I wanted to make that note. Yeah. Uh, I spent a lot of time in Ohio. I've driven to Cleveland a bunch. of good friends up there. I cannot see anything other than Akron. Akron yeah, there. Akron, Ohio. Page uh, 38, uh, near the end. So first of all, they it's divided into sections. They don't actually say chapters, but they used to do that in, right. in a lot of like single, single issue uh, things. Uh, but we do have these titles of yep. the various sections. So yep. the I love passing the of the dream. Yep. I love that whole section. That's that, my favorite. That page, page yep. 38, that tableau where you've got Akron on his throne. Thinking. Yeah. Uh, Wolverine is uh, doing something. Nightcrawler, Mackin on yeah, uh, trying on, to. On yeah, yeah, yeah. He, it looks. I mean, she's leaning away a little bit, but um, I don't know. He may be making some progress there. Johnny Storm also uh, chatting up the woman who's giving him like it looks like um, Gouda. <laughs> Sorry, Brie. <laughs> Brie. Cheese. Yeah. Not not, not, not Gouda. Right. Uh, There's some arm wrestling. Uh, Sue and and Reed Richards. They're yeah, they're, they're all, all loved up together. Yeah, lovey yeah. dovey. They're and, and Cyclops completely by himself. Yep. Yeah. Bummer. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was an I looked at that picture for a long time, but then right. I really liked how it ended. I liked that it ended in a more sort of personal right. um, note, you know, with with Storm and uh, oh yeah, yeah, Storm and uh, Akron, between yeah. Storm and who we will always and forever. All hail Akron! Akron, um, you know how they they have feelings and they you know, but Storm right. is, is sort of a you know heavy heavy is the head that that has to wear this duty of uh, you know mm-hmm. continuing to. <laughs> now you need a nap. <laughs> I don't need a nap. Of continuing to uh, protect the world, and so I can't. You know, duty prevents me from uh, staying here with you, and and I have to leave and it's you know it was it was sad yeah it was great and i i so akron archon i think he first appears maybe not first appears but does appear in x-men annual number four mm-hmm. which i want to go back and read because i, I don't know the, the relationship between the two of them storm and archon uh i want to i want to get to the bottom of that yeah. i want to hear more about that and also it sort of it seems to see the, the the beginnings of a. Uh, a kitty and Colossus uh, romantic yeah. attachment as well. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. comes down all didn't... tarted up, and uh, right. he's like, right. holy cow. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, um, if that's what's on the menu, then uh, that might be. I'll, okay. have, I'll have two, yeah. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I thought it was like a really touching ending, and it, it ended in a, you know, in a, in a, a personal way, you yeah. know, rather than just ending with like a shoot 'em up big ending fight, and then they win, and then everyone's happy. And I want to say that that... Maybe it was more common. Certainly in the Silver Age, mm-hmm. you would get that. You'd, you'd get the shawarma scene, <laughs> but like like an, like an extended shawarma yeah. scene uh, where you, where you get to exhale mm-hmm. after that, mm-hmm. and that's a really useful thing narratively mm-hmm. because as the user, like okay, great, battle's done. The, the the last three pages of this are all about investing in the character, right? Yeah, I like that a lot. I um, like the shawarma scene, and I like the, and yeah, I liked yeah. it here. We've coined two phrases: yeah. the shawarma scene <laughs> the and storm the castle. Scene, yeah. This was a storm the castle that had a shawarma scene. <laughs> um, so yeah, I enjoyed this. Uh, I enjoyed this issue a lot. Cool, I did too. Uh, I had not. Did I already say it loud that I had not read this as a kid? Uh, yes. Read it for the first time, yeah. like like seven days ago, uh, six days ago. Uh, the Invisible Woman currently stands at issue number four, written by Mark Wade. Pencils by Adam Hughes. Mark Wade has written a, bu- written a bunch of stuff. And that's I'm current, not... like a modern, currently being Currently being written. done. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it's you know, I don't know why I'm showing his podcast dynamite, showing, showing you me. some yeah. pictures. Amazing, <laughs> um, <laughs> right. so, yeah. So uh, we're introducing another segment now. Okay. And, and this is, uh, this is uh, the mailbag. Okay. So, so we've got a letter, uh, you know, a, a question from one of our listeners. Do we? No, we don't. Okay. We don't have any listeners. I don't know if the FCC has any jurisdiction over a podcast, but on the off chance that they do, okay. what I just said is a lie. Nobody's actually <laughs> listening. Nobody's sent in a question. Okay. But if you want to send in a question, Cerebro at xmenfiles.com. Yes. <laughs> but we do have uh, someone wrote in with a question, and it's a pretty, I'll give it to you. Is there any particular music that you like to listen to while reading comic books? Oh boy, um, I usually do not listen to music. So for you, you, you don't really listen to, or you don't read comics, or like like reading in general. Yeah, right? usually I read this comic with my notebook mm-hmm. and you know my full attention. Okay, uh, so that would be a better question for you. Well, hang on, I want to I want to stand. Did you ever listen to music while you studied? 
Maybe. Uh, depends on what I studied. If really? I was studying okay. like math, I could listen to music. But if I was doing right. something where there what was would reading, you, what I would can't... that be? If you're, you're studying math, uh, when I studied math, I probably listened to like The Grateful Dead. Okay. Okay. You know, seventy-five percent of the time, okay. like the Indigo Girls, the rest of the time. Right. right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Did you want to pitch the question? You, you yeah. pitched it. Yeah, I said it would yeah. be okay, a, okay. a good question for you. Uh, Led Zeppelin's physical graffiti is really fantastic mm. comic soundtrack, uh, especially the. Um, I'll say like the first disc, you know, the first uh, first two sides of uh, the album. Uh, that's really really good stuff. Um, Beyond that, uh, kind of, kind of whatever's on. But yeah, try to make it something spacey. Disco biscuits. Uh, they miss the perfume. That's a really good. For, one. for next week, we'll work on listening to some music that is less than several decades old. We're reading comic books that are forty years old. <laughs> I don't think. Fair that, enough. Yeah, so we're gonna have, we're gonna listen to some Lizzo. That's the only. <laughs> Probably Lizzo is like five years old, and I don't even know. Yeah. I have no idea who Lizzo is. Kate no. Nash, uh, she's still recording new stuff. No idea. Yeah, I don't listen to anything contemporary <laughs> unless unless it's being recorded by somebody who isn't contemporary, like Wilco. If they've yeah. got a new album, I'll, uh, I'll listen to that. Okay. Um, All right. Anything else? Parting I think, thoughts? I think that this was fun, and uh, and this is something that I'm enjoying doing. Great. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week yeah. when we pick up, I think, issue number 145, 146? Something like that. Okay, something like that. But uh, uh, One issue more than the last issue that we did, not today. That is correct. Yep. Your math is uh, unassailable. <laughs> so tune in next week when we discover what issue we're going to be reading. Until then, I'm Brian. And I'm Inessa. And this has been the X-Men Files. Thank you for listening to the X-Men Files. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you listen, please rate us. If you want to drop us a note, you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com. You can also check out our website, xmenfiles.com. Our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Checky Brown. That music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa.